Hey, welcome back to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. This episode, we're talking about the man, the MILF, the legend, Elon Musk. Joining me to talk about Elon is Mr. Matt Alano Martin. Matt, how you doing, man? I'm good. It's nice to be back on the podcast so soon. I know. Um, yeah, yeah. Last time it was music conspiracies, and now mm-hmm. just the sad facts that is <laughs> Elon yeah. Musk's life. Yeah, I was doing show prep, and I was like, well, I mean, this is certainly going to be a bio of Elon <laughs> Musk. And uh, I told you before we turned the mics on that uh, I got a lot of notes. So we're going to trim for time when I see fit. I feel like he's been busy. I feel like he has uh, not had any shortage of uh, crazy uh, things in his life that he has uh, done that uh, you know warrant talking about on a podcast. I yeah. feel like he is he is maybe the best podcast fodder out there right now. Well, and the thing is, this is more so everything that led up to that. What made this supervillain? Oh, okay, gotcha. All uh, right. The origins. The origin. He's got got bitten by a, a radioactive. Uh, who's the guy from Superman? Lex Luthor. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Matt was on a previous episode, Rock and Roll or Music Conspiracies. I think it's Music Conspiracies, where we talked all about uh, uh, music conspiracies. Mm-hmm. I don't have to spell that out for you people. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you have a pretty intelligent ba- fan base here, Brent. I don't think we need to break down music conspiracies more than what well, the words are in the title, music conspiracies. Well, it's been about a half hour on it before we get into Elon. <laughs> uh, well, let, let's jump into, well, uh, let's hold on. Uh, the, the whole reason you're here, Matt, let's plug your, your new comedy special. Yeah, the brand new comedy special that came out uh, five days ago uh, from uh, this recording. I don't know when Mm -hmm. this is going to go up, but uh, it's out. It's on YouTube. It's completely free to watch. It's called Tango in Philly. We recorded it uh, over a year ago. So just coming out of the pandemic, we recorded this special in Philadelphia as part of the Helium Comedy Studios series of specials. And uh, it's a fun little 30 minutes. And it's also weird. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. Did you have you seen it? Did you watch it? I have not yet, but you and I have discussed it on our multiple car rides because, you know, you you, as far as I know, you went in wanting to record a regular uh, comedy special uh, Mm -hmm. a la a monologue, but it turned into a dialogue. Yeah, there was it's it's turned into instead of being a regular comedy special of me on stage telling jokes. There are some there's some of that, but there's also a lot of me handling an incredibly, incredibly drunk woman in the front row and then a little bit later on another very drunk person to the right a gentleman a few tables over mm-hmm. so it's it's almost more of a document of what the friday late show can be yeah um and so it's uh it's got a lot more subtext <laughs> going on yeah. than the normal comedy special i do still manage to get a couple of jokes out in in the mm-hmm. in the meantime but i think it's uh i don't know a lot of people sent me very nice notes and talked about how it's kind of fascinating and like really um, an interesting study in performer audience dynamics, mm-hmm. and then like the way that I chose to handle that woman, particularly, and then also the guy. It's uh, it's definitely not the normal thing for sure. Well, and you know the the big comedy is, and I don't know if it's true or not true, but they say the reason that Steve Martin stopped doing comedy was Second Show Friday. Yeah, but then people debate he wasn't even doing a second show; he just did the big theater or whatever and did the one show. Either way. It's a nobody's like, I can't wait for second show Friday. Yeah, I think, you know, I, do you think that Steve Martin just had heard that from another comedian who was smaller 
who he was friends with, who was doing the clubs. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. Steve Martin, I think spent almost no time in the clubs. He went from being a, like, you know, a small time comic to being very large, like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think he was grinding it out of doing a lot of Friday late shows, but um, we could have like, we could have had a different type of special cause there were multiple tapings, but we felt like we caught something kind of interesting in that mm-hmm. moment. And as long as I was okay with it, <laughs> The director's yeah. like the director's like, I think this is really cool and interesting if you want to release it like this. And uh he talked me into it. Um <laughs> which I think yeah. it is. I think it's more interesting than just the regular special. Yeah, who needs jokes? Anyway, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this podcast doesn't have any, so no, I mean, well, the, you know. no. We're we're talking about a guy that shares memes all the time, but enough about <laughs> me. Uh enough about meme. Uh but yeah, your specials on uh, YouTube right now. Just search what Matt Alano Martin Helium yeah. Comedy. Probably. I think if you just search my name, it should pop right up. Or if you just search the phrase Tango in Philly, it will pop yeah. right up. Cool. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, Elon Musk. He was uh, born June 28, nineteen seventy one, in uh, Pretoria, South Africa. Now Can I had to a- Google how to pr- just pause this for a second. Are we sure yeah. that he was born? <laughs> Sure I, he, he was is, he is a mammal. He was he was born and not hatched. Not... He emerged from the uh, the placenta sack <laughs> in the lab. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, didn't mean uh, to go. Pretoria. I had to Google that, so I hope I'm saying that correctly. But let let let's just run down all the stuff that he is, and then we'll do cut uh, looks into what what he's doing. He's the founder and CEO, chief engineer of SpaceX, uh, CEO and product architect of Tesla. And this is all at the time of this recording. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Owner and CEO of Twitter, founder of the Boring Company. Uh, you, you, that this is the Boring <laughs> Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Part of the Boring Network. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of all, all boring all the time. He's the <laughs> co-founder of Neuralink and OpenAI, and the president and uh, uh, of the Musk Foundation. So when I say the Musk Foundation, it just makes me think of Bruce Wayne because there's the Wayne Foundation. Like, oh, okay. There's, you know, I I had the thought, and I'm sure I couldn't have been the only one, you know, five years ago of like this dude, given enough bad things in his life, could be a supervillain. <laughs> like, he could be Batman or Lex Luthor. Like, he's I think a billionaire. That- yeah, I think there are people that would argue that he is a supervillain of a yeah. sort, just not with a cape and an outfit and and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I do think like you just read his CV currently, but I, there's also a lot of it is like he's self-given titles, like anything where it says he's the chief engineer or that he's the engineer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to do any of that shit. He's he's never invented a thing in his life. He's never created a thing in his life. He's just bought his way into companies. And and I'm not saying that CEO is a guide a company in a certain direction and it has a vision mm-hmm. for it, but you're, that doesn't make you a fucking engineer. <laughs> it just doesn't. Yeah. Well, it, we'll we'll talk about his qualifications because some of this stuff, I'm like, I mean, there's no debating that this guy's smart. I think from yeah. a dumb guy, it seems that he seems like a smart guy, you know. But let's <laughs> let's uh, dive into his evolution. I guess uh, currently he has an estimated net worth of 164 billion. Ooh, just barely edging you out. That's got to hurt. Doesn't I it, know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, but, you know, comparing bank accounts, that's so petty, you know, yeah, who, who yeah. wants to do that? <laughs> uh, so at, at the start of 2020, let's let's look at his numbers. He had a net worth of twenty seven billion dollars. 
But by the end of 2020, he had a net worth of $150 billion hmm. just in 2020. Yeah. Uh, mostly driven by his uh, 20% ownership of Tesla stock. And uh, he also became the first person to ever be worth $300 billion. So that's the big, that's the scale. Cause the stuff I'm reading is a lot of his stock, it, it fluctuates. Right. Right. Especially Tesla stock. And yeah. And a lot of it has to do with what did he just tweet? Yeah. Or like, did he just recently go on stage with Dave Chappelle? That will also affect yeah. your stock holdings. Yeah. The host SNL and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, let's, let's look at the top five current richest people. Bernard Arnault, this dude's 73. He lives in Paris, uh, CEO and chair of, uh, LV, uh, Now I tried to, I think this guy's in kind of fashion stuff. I didn't okay. do a, a whole deep dive on all, cause this is not what we're really talking right, about, right. you know? Uh, then but second, just, it's, it's good for context to see what the other billionaires, how they made their money. Are they all tech people or. It's interesting yeah. if this guy is just, I'm sure they have lots of holdings and different things, but this guy, we're going to call him a fashion guy. You got to diversify your bonds. Uh, yeah. But that he he also kind of started, Bernard, uh, I guess, in construction and then kind of got into the fashion stuff. Yeah. When he was in construction, though, they called him Bernie. They did not call him Bernard. Bernie, They're like, yeah. yo, Bernie, Bernie. Yo, yeah. bring those bring those bricks over here, Bernie. Like that's, a, that's a rags to riches story that I can get behind. <laughs> Yeah, nobody, uh, if you're wearing a, a, a flannel shirt and a bright orange vest and a yellow hard hat, nobody's usually called Bernard. Yeah. It's Bernie. Um, yeah. And that, that guy's current net worth is $172 billion. Okay. That's, a, that's that guy's current worth. So really, compared to $300 billion, he's not even close, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two is Elon Musk, um, and that's $168 billion. Uh, and then, you know, his most, most of his money's from Tesla. Uh, then number three, uh, Gautam Adani, this dude's 60 lives in India, 125 billion. He's got a lot of stuff. It looks like, uh, energy companies and Adani ports and special economic, uh, zone. I don't know some, and this is like weird when you get into like, uh, Adani holdings, I don't know yeah. what that is, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And I, I could I could research it, but again, yeah. we're not talking about that. And yeah. I already told you, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Bill Gates, we all know him, age 67 from Microsoft, $115 billion. And one of the th shitty things that uh, Elon tweeted that uh, I just thought was kind of funny, given who is tweeting it about who, it was a picture of Bill Gates looking kind of chubby. Mm -hmm. And then it like was a cartoon picture of a pregnant man. And then what, what Elon said is in case you have to Luna lose a boner quickly, <laughs> it's like the most high school level joke yeah. of, Oh, I, I gotta go do a problem at the board. Let yeah. me get a picture of Bill Gates pulled up to lose a boner. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and also like, I think we've all seen that picture of Elon Musk with his shirt off where his, it like his body doesn't make any sense. That's why no. people think he's an alien. Like his his rib his rib cage is like three times the size of a normal rib cage. It's like yeah. it's bizarre. He looks like a the Rob Littlefield or Rob Litchfield or whatever the cartoon art the comic book artist mm -hmm. that was drawing like Captain America and like these superheroes that were so physically jacked that it defied physics. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah, yeah, almost a human Barbie type where like that 
that doesn't look correct. And it's like, then somebody below that tweet was like, this you? And it's yeah. that picture of him on the boat. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> again, it's, again, you're talking shit about Bill Gates. And then you're, then you're just like, look, at, yeah. look at me, you know? So, yeah. uh, okay. In case you need to lose a boner quickly. Mm hmm. Now, Brent, is that what you use or what do you use when you need to lose a bone? Mostly quickly? that. Yeah. Mostly I, that. I, okay. That's the yeah. background on my phone right here. Just... Okay. Oh, yeah. You just showed it to me, everybody. It really is. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then number five, Jeff Bezos, 58 from Washington, $114 billion. Now, that's like, this has been a battle because over 2020, like Elon passed, I think, Bezos. He passed, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, mm -hmm. he passed some of these. So like all this stuff is kind of who's oh, currently the richest person, you know? Here's what I think is interesting too. In that entire list, uh, not one person like under the age of like 30, uh, which I think just goes to show that it's true that these this generation just doesn't want to work, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they only want to invest in uh, supercars and uh, I, I guess well Warren uh, Warren Buffett is number six and that guy's ninety two. Yeah, yeah. But that in guy, billionaire that, years, he's young and thriving. Well, I was gonna no. I mean, I think he's the oldest of the billionaires that we talked about. But I feel like I think wasn't he the first billionaire? Maybe. Well, no, because I'm sure they were like, you know, going back to like the oil barons and stuff like that in America. But as as far yeah. as a modern age billionaire, you know, when a billion, you know. Now, you know, not back when a billion was a lot of money, but now when a billion ain't that yeah. much, you know, I your think first billion, that's the hardest to make, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. even a million anymore. Uh, number 10, though, is uh, Larry Page. Age, he's 49, so he's not even 50 yet. Okay, cool. And what does Larry Page do? Um, this is uh, Alphabet, but then it goes uh, G-O-O-G. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, Google. Google. Yeah, Go that's the, what the parent company that owns Google is called Alphabet. Okay. Yeah, it's see that's then you get in all this stuff. It's like, well, it's not Google. It's actually, yeah, this thing. And then Alphabet's actually, you know, something Holdings. And you're like, ah, I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah, it's all a it's all a way to avoid paying taxes, Brent. If yeah. you figured that out yet. <laughs> yeah, welcome to uh, Field Trip Holdings. This is <laughs> the podcast. Uh, so th th just to put in context, those are some rich people. Um, he, you know, he's born in South Africa. He moved to. Uh, Hold on, let's do this first. Uh, he, okay. he was born to uh, to May Musk. She's a mold, a model, and a dietitian. Uh, and then also Errol Musk. We'll talk about him a little later. Errol Musk, uh, an electric electromechanical engineer, pilot, sailor, consultant, property developer. He also owned half of a, a Zambian emerald mine. Mm. Now that mine stuff, I did a video about Elon and I had to look, you know, I was trying to see, is this guy from money? Cause it's, yeah. it's so much easier to, to make money when you come from money. Right. And Elon is like, no, that what, that wasn't true. But then other stuff I read said that is true. Yeah. But you know, on Elon Musk Twitter, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can just say it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it, I thought it had been documented and confirmed that his dad did own half of an emerald mine. Yeah. And then that, but also like, doesn't his dad openly talk shit about him on, on Twitter? Yeah. They don't, uh, they don't get along very well is, is kind of the vibe I get. Cause yeah. he, then Elon even had to like kind of save him financially. Mm. But then mm. also like, you know, saving, give the guy a couple of million. He's yeah. fine. But, you know, if you're accustomed to billions, you're like, what am I eating ramen this week? You know, <laughs> fancy yeah. ramen. Yeah. 
Uh, he, he's got a younger brother named Kimball Musk. We'll talk about him. And then uh, sister Tosca. Okay. Uh, he, the, of course, they were wealthy during his youth. His father was elected to the Pretoria City Council as a representative of the, the anti-apartheid progressive party. And his children kind of agreed with the, with the anti-apartheid type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ashley Vance, the author of Elon Musk, Tesla, SpaceX, and the Quest for a Fantastic Future, described Musk as an awkward and introverted child. I can't believe it. I know. Hard to, uh, hard to see that now. <laughs> but at the age of 10, here's Matt where he gets into like he's making stuff. You know, he developed uh, a, a, a video game uh, from the, the VIC 20, V-I-C hyphen 20. So that's an 8-bit home computer that was sold by Commodore Business. I had to look that up because if I'm going to talk about it, yeah. at least got to sound like I know what I'm talking about, you know. You know, uh, and that's what makes this podcast different than most other podcasts. Yeah. It's, it's like most people just talk about it without looking it up, without knowing what they're talking about. But you put it in the research. And I, I know that I'm not trying to make a joke. Seriously, it's it's great that you do this. Well, I'm willing to click on the link on Wikipedia to go to then the other Wikipedia page. <laughs> It's called commitment. Uh, yeah. Uh, but at the age of 12, he makes this video game uh, called Blaster, and he sells the PC and office technology magazine for approximately 500 bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't write bones in this article, but <laughs> so, I mean, the, that was the common uh, currency of South Africa at the time. Bones. Bones. Clams, yeah. even. Yeah. Uh, so he's at, from a young age, he's making he's making stuff. He, he's making video games. He goes to the Univers- University of Pretoria for five months. And then uh, so he's waiting on uh, all the the passport type stuff to go to Canada. He goes to Kingston, Ontario, to Queens University. Then he transfers to the University of Pennsylvania, where he gets a Bachelor of Arts degree in physics and a Bachelor of Science degree in economics. Uh then he uh, and to support to to pay for the loans and stuff like that because this also something he's like said he did like odd jobs on a farm and stuff, mm-hmm. but it I I just don't know how true that is because it's just like the guy comes from money right but it, I just picture like Bruce Wayne and like Batman Begins Mil- like milking in the, a cow <laughs> yeah like. Uh, but they it said he uh, he hosted large ticketed house parties to help pay for tuition. Mm-hmm. So, but I just can't. I know. Imagine like Elon being like, "Hey, you guys want to come to a party type thing?" And yeah. essentially hosting a party because I mean, just... I I have met some promoters that are pretty awkward, and it doesn't. They're still some somehow able to successfully promote things and and get people to come out. So mm-hmm. that does. But it, the whole thing sounds made up to me honestly the the him creating a, a video game at that age and selling it to a now defunct magazine that you know hasn't existed for 20 years or whatever mm-hmm. all sounds like bullshit to me this all sounds like it was manufactured to give him this backstory um yeah. and i'm also like still very firmly in the camp that he is not human okay so they had to invent mm-hmm. this backstory for him and it's like, because like, think about all the, you know, like, oh, he's a child genius. He created this video game and he was able to successfully sell it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a humble, like he went and he worked the land, even though he came from money. He wanted to work odd jobs in a farm. Yeah. And then also he's so cool, guys. He's so cool. Everybody comes to his parties. Every, everybody comes to Elon's <laughs> parties. Yeah. He's, he sells tickets and they still come to his parties. It yeah. just seems like checking off his wish list. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, like there's that 
theory that uh, in uh, Ferris Bueller's day off that the none of it happens. It's all in Cameron's mind while he's laying in bed sick, like that yeah. Ferris Bueller doesn't even exist. It's just mm-hmm. his fantasy. Right. This is this is that this is this. <laughs> Elon, yeah, this Elon is a sickly Cameron. Like in his bed, updating his Wikipedia. And then I did this. And then I did that. (laughs) And and like if that happened in 2022, Elon would also still think that singing the Beatles at a parade is like the height of music. Yeah, exactly. Which that's a great scene. But he'd always be like, you know what people like in 2022 that gets the people moving? The Beatles. The you Beatles, know? yeah. You know, I, I think also if you keep reading, I mean, I, this is going to be confirmed if the next thing you read from his Wikipedia page is like, and then he was named uh, Biggest Dick in College. <laughs> like, like, just a sweet hog, the sweetest hog. Uh, yeah, the his, thing was swanging. Uh, that's in quotes. It was swanging. Yeah. yeah. Knee knocking. <laughs> uh, now, in 95, he was accepted to a PhD program uh, in material science at Stanford. But he, he said, you know what? I'm I'm out. I don't need that. Let's mm-hmm. let's see what this internet thing's doing. So then this is where we get into some of the, the companies and stuff that he started or was part of when I yeah, when I say also that I, I found is like what if he he founded it or was the like he's founding it with a couple other people, or if you know, there's been debate of like he wrote the paper and then other people be like, actually. It was like five people, but then he was like, I wrote the paper, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but they they start uh, him and his brother, Kimball, start this company and a, a guy named Greg uh, Corey started this company called Zip2. And uh, uh, surprise, surprise, Errol Musk provided them with twenty eight thousand dollars to get this thing going. And it was a uh, it's a, essentially a, something called a city guide. Now, I had to. I didn't know what this was. It provides searchable business directory that could be described as an internet version of the Yellow Pages, uh, which is a phone book, Matt. Yeah, okay. Uh, telephone directory with maps included. Uh, they uh, they worked heavily with newspapers, especially New York Times and the Chicago Tribune. They got contracts. And then eventually they sold this company to Compaq uh, for $307 million dollars. And um, uh, Elon receives $22 million for his 7% share. So okay. he, he had 7% of this company, which is that's not a lot. But then you're like $370 million, $307 million, make $22 million bones, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we get to X.com and it, it eventually what would become PayPal. I always thought he found he was like. Nope. Invented PayPal. <laughs> he likes to take credit for it. He likes to act like he invented it. And the yeah. same way that he likes to act like he invented Tesla and he didn't invent either one of those. Yeah, he's just a guy that was in the but we'll talk about it. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later in ninety nine. So he goes from um from zip uh to to x.com. Uh he co founded x.com. It's a, essentially an online bank. Uh it was uh the company was initially funded by Elon Musk and Greg Corey, you know, remember from uh, Zip mm-hmm. and uh, who went on. And then Greg Corey helped to, to fund Tesla and SpaceX. Now, that, that this was one of those early uh, Internet bank type things. Customers were not assessed fees or overdraft penalties. They were re- rewarded for signing up twenty dollars cash card and ten dollars for new customer 
uh, referrals. Those features were distinct for the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Customers could send money to another uh, other, another person by entering an email into x.com. Uh, and then you you that do you had you do away with checks, and in my in my head that's kind of you don't even have an email anymore. You have at Brent Terhune where you mm-hmm. can send money to my Venmo at Brent Terhune. Uh, <laughs> but that back in the day, it's like you know you you have a bit about it where you like you had to teach somebody how to write a check, and then you're like, do I even remember how to write a check? Right? Like, yeah, yeah. I have checks, but only to pay commission to bookers. <laughs> Oh who insist God. upon it. And I, that's been a while, but it's like, I, I don't write checks anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I don't even do the check thing for the commission bookers. I just had one of those shows. I just, now they, they use Zelle. So I just do it. So, yeah. Which is and I'm not even thing. on Zelle. I'm not in Zelle. I use Venmo mm-hmm. or PayPal, yeah. but it, essentially I think it's all the same shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think they all, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like for the time, it's like, I can just send money. And it's like, I don't have to, I, I don't have to go to the bank and then put it in the bank or, you know, whatever, but yeah. Yeah. You don't have to lick an envelope. You don't have to lick a stamp. That's now right. You just, now you just do that for fun. Not for, I do, you know, which is, which makes it more fun when it's just for the pleasure of it. It's better. It's for the love of the game. Yeah. Now, uh, X.com uh, merges with a company called, uh, Con- Confinity. I love all these. <laughs> Sorry. Companies. What was the name of, what was the name of that company again? One more uh, time. <laughs> Con confinity. Confinity. Okay, Con, like, okay. I like there was a yeah. hint of it. There's like a silent T in there. Nope. It sounded like there's a big capital T. Uh <laughs> confinity. But it's I love like a startup when they're like, what should we call it? Well, it's got to be two things put together. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, this is clearly a con, so we got to start with there. This is a con. <laughs> and, it, and we're gonna, and gonna, it's gonna go, go on, on forever. Infinity. For <laughs> <laughs> go on forever. So confinity. <laughs> Uh, they merged with that company and then it was renamed PayPal. And then 2002, eBay bought PayPal for one and a half billion dollars. Uh, and Elon's the largest shareholder for uh, with 11% of the shares, he receives 175 million dollars. And he, uh, in 2017, he bought x.com, uh, for sentimental value. Now he owns x.com and it's he in 2022, he's he's talking about. Uh, this thing called X, the everything app, which seems mm. cr- crazy when it's like the everything, everything, you know, yeah. like it's yeah, like to me, it, that would be like Amazon is kind of the everything store, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, I understand this, though, the, I, the sentimentality behind that. And also, you know, it's very it's very easy for us to look back at our exes and think that they were mm-hmm. everything. Um, you know, like, you know, you know, what was the everything that my ex, the ex, uh, yeah. the ex. Yeah. So are you on you, your, your wife just looks at your phone. Are you on X.com? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's EX, not the letter X.com. Yeah. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> um, and that this everything app that kind of, I was reading an article about that. It's kind of, they have something like it in China. It's called WeChat. Oh, yeah. I have heard of WeChat. There's actually an interesting documentary about the way that social media works in China. And it's all through WeChat, I think, mm-hmm. um, is radically different than the way we use it here. And there's basically. Well, let, let, me, let me read the okay, description. Sorry, sorry. You tell yeah. Me. yeah. OK, go ahead. Uh, for, 
for, you know, I didn't do a deep dive on this, but it offers messaging, video calls, online payments, food delivery, government services, and other features. Uh, Business Insider reports that WeChat is so useful in China that it has become pretty close to uh, it's, it's come close to its goal of being involved in every amount of the user's life from morning till night, anytime, anywhere. So essentially they want in one app, they want Facebook, they want Venmo, Uber, WhatsApp, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, Google, all all the stuff into one. So yeah. is that right? Yeah. And then also like the part that you skipped over there is the government stuff too. Like, so there's also oh, yeah. like, you can pay your bills through it, like, mm-hmm. you know, like your taxes and all that kind of stuff. But what's interesting is because it's all completely unified like that, it makes it very easy for influencers to live stream and get money from people mm-hmm. um, as they're live streaming. It's just all within the app. So it's a huge economic engine as well. Yeah. So um, there's not even that because we all we all know like the problem with the Internet is it's so hard to get someone just to actually click that next link. They yeah. may see your promo thing. They may see you think you know, like, you know, like, you know, I have promoted posts for my new special and it's getting a lot of likes on Instagram, right? Like that promoted post. But seeing that convert into actual clicks onto the link to see my free special mm-hmm. is so tiny because people scroll, they don't click, right? Yeah. But with WeChat, it's right there. So there is like, it's in the moment, you can just like send them money or whatever. So it's like, the, it's also this huge economic engine for the users as well. It's pretty fascinating. It's it's like, a, I've, I've said it about like doing videos or versus like a podcast, like a like like a video uploaded to Twitter mm-hmm. uh gets so many more views than a, a podcast but it's also part of the the appeal of what I do is is this guy real but then also right. like a video is like main street but the podcast is down an alley the back to the alley. left like yeah. it's <laughs> it's like I just need you to take more steps down here but it's so right. so hard again to you know oh Matt specials just it's just over here yeah. But it's like yeah. we we keep we're going past, we're scrolling, you know? Yeah, exactly. Hey there, Field Trip Faithful. It's Brent letting you know that for just five dollars a month you can support me, the field trip, and all the other podcasts and video stuff that I do. Just go to patreon.com slash Brent Comedy to sign up. You'll get early access to podcasts, exclusive videos, and pods, and it's just an overall way to support me and all the stuff that I do for just the price of a cup of coffee, as long as that cup of coffee is exactly $5 every month. Right now on the Patreon, it's the history of the KKK episode, a new Confessions episode featuring Leah and Andrew Rudick, the 2022 edition of The Objects People Got Stuck in Their Bodies, in the worst dates episode it's patreon.com slash brent comedy thanks for being here also he he's a founder co-founder uh, i don't i don't know of uh, <laughs> spacex he is i just googled that is the only thing he actually founded okay that he, that he has all of his like you know i guess like no because these other guys were with him or did start x.com before he got mm-hmm. involved so spacex is the only thing that he actually came up with yeah and what he uh, came up with is like let's go to space yeah well and, and like i read because uh, i know he's has like a fascination with mars and and it's like what's his home planet so i mean we understand why so <laughs> yeah i want to go home i mean mars yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean we could make mars into a home yeah like these are these are like big ideas that you know we'll talk about tesla and 
like to electric cars. Or... But also, he didn't invent these ideas. No, <laughs> but it's like, also Ed Bagley Jr. been been driving an electric car since 1982. All right, <laughs> yeah, Ed Bagley Jr. He's been driving <laughs> an electric car since 1982. But it's... and there's a little program called NASA mm-hmm. <laughs> that's been thinking about space for a while. It's, um, but it's but it's also like I don't I don't think about NASA or space. I don't care about space. I probably should, but it's like I don't like it's just big ideas and then he he does them. I'm not say, I'm not again, we're gonna talk shit about him later, but I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, these are big ideas. But if you had hundreds of millions of dollars, do you not I wouldn't think, think about might... any of this stuff, <laughs> Matt? Like what would you think about? What would you? I mean, I know you've talked about like you'd like to own like a a, a to- an action figure toy company that makes like specific yeah action figures because that's your passion or whatever. Mm-hmm. That would be the limit of it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't I'd be rich, thing. and that's it. Like, what's he do? He's rich. Yeah. Well, what's he yeah. do with it? Nothing. Well, that's like all those other billionaires you talked about, like the 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 fashion guy that we mm-hmm. never heard of. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, you're just incredibly wealthy and no one knows that nobody knows who you are yeah like no i i'm fine with that like uh but here's what he says about uh, mars and this is from a couple different articles he said if there's something terrible that happens on earth either uh, made by humans or natural you want to have like an insurance for life as a whole um then then there's some uh kind of excitement and adventure on top of you know, the insurance policy of Mars, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like, uh, and then he also says it's been uh, now almost half a century since humans were last on the moon. That's too long. We need to get back there and have a permanent base on the moon again, like a big permanently occupied base on the moon and then build a city on Mars to become uh, a spacefaring civilization, a multi-planet species. So that, that I mean, he he wants to do that stuff and like with with SpaceX and Tesla, he wants to like, you know, green energy and, and all that stuff. But then I'm like, dude, we can't even like feed the people we got here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's it's also like, you know, he also was like claiming he was gonna set up all this renewable energy for like was it Australia and these other companies and then just bailed on it. Like like these yeah. green energy like energy plants or whatever like solar farms and things like that and then mm-hmm. like there just seems like there's there are things you could be doing to save this planet and to help the people currently living on this planet with all that money rather than try to go to Mars and people have constantly talked about it, like trying to terraform Mars is so next to impossible mm-hmm. like they'll they'll have to be underground like the radiation that it's you know it has no atmosphere to filter out radiation and mm-hmm. has no atmosphere to breathe so two reasons right there that if you were to build a city it would be an underground city in Mars um, or under giant protective domes that don't exist yet and maybe they will maybe we'll figure out how to do that yeah you know it's just like it's such a it is fantastical and it's amazing. And like one day we might get there, mm-hmm. but it just seems kind of early just to be like, no, no, no. Like all these people starving in the streets and all this climate yeah. change that's just accelerating. Like, I don't, you know, it just seems like to me, like you could spend your money on something a little bit better than action figures, Brent. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you could buy a social media company, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I digest. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, it's just like man. Yeah, and it, then he's also like got his well hands in a lot of stuff. Like, but again, again, if you got 
you got the money working yeah. for you, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, and if you have that much money, you're spreading it around, you're trying to diversify. I understand that. Like I have, you know, I have uh, a checking and a savings account. Yep. So I understand diversifying. And Zell. And Zell. <laughs> you got to diversify. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, a, ba- a Crown Royal bag of Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. And uh, I have some uh, Canadian loonies. I think th- I remember if those were those were called because I'm too lazy to just go and exchange them. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to Canada one of You'll these get days. There one of these days, yeah. Uh, now, 2000, he traveled to Moscow with a guy named Jim Cantrell and Adeo Resi to buy refurbished intercontinental ballistic missiles. <laughs> just, <laughs> just seems just like a quick, quick shopping trip. <laughs> yeah, let's go buy some ballistic missiles. Yeah. Uh, and 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 during that trip, he's seen as a novice. We're we're seeing time and time again with some of these things that people are like, "This guy's full of shit." Uh, mm-hmm. He 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 doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, I, I don't remember what company it was, but then he's like uh, forced out. Maybe it was SpaceX or no, I don't remember because I cut a lot of these just for time. But he's like, f- they're he's like a disagreement with one of the CEOs. He becomes the CEO. And then they realize he's full of shit, so they bring back the old guy. So, like, okay. in this trip, he's seen as a novice. They they don't want to sell to him. In February 2002, they go back to Russia to look at three missiles. You imagine, like, have you ever, like, like somebody be like, hey, I'm going to go look at this car. Do you want to tag along? Yeah. Like, that kind of trip. You want to like, yeah. hey, do you want to go to Russia to look at some missiles? <laughs> I mean, if someone asked me that, I'd be like, yeah, I kind of do, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't even know. I, I could look at a car and be like, it looks like there's no rust. The tires are OK. <laughs> yeah, cool. I don't know. Like to look at a missile, I'd be like, looks like there's no rust. Uh, The tires are OK. Like, I yeah. don't know anything about missiles. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's got fins. Yeah, that's good. You want you want the missile yeah. fins on it. Yeah, sure. Hey, uh, we're going to have to knock some money off because there's not a face with some teeth painted on it like one of those pl- scary planes you know yeah yeah <laughs> now he they go to look at three missiles he was offered one rocket for eight million dollars and he says you know what nuts to that that's what he said nuts yeah. to that which was a very popular saying from south america or and south africa at the time two, two, you know? 2002 <laughs> like they're like nuts to that you're not getting any of my bones and and then the, the their monocles fell out in russia <laughs> I yeah. can't believe you're talking to me like this. Yeah. Uh, he decided to start uh, SpaceX, uh, essentially to build affordable, reusable rockets with $100 million of his own money uh, in May 2002. He becomes the company's CEO and chief engineer. So, and again, then, you know, chief en- engineer, it's like you said before, I don't know how much shit this guy's actually doing. Right. But, but I'm also not smart enough to be like, he didn't do any of that stuff, you know, but I would yeah. also venture to say he didn't do any of that stuff, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, but to be fair, also, like, I mean, because he just has a track record of being an investor in things, mm-hmm. not an inventor of things. And so when he starts his own company, why would that be any different? Yeah, he's just going to hire people. But he didn't. And, and the same thing, like he loves to take credit for Tesla, but he didn't even start Tesla. Like yeah. he came in and invested in it and bought it basically. But it's so he has just a, a track record of claiming to have done shit that he didn't do. 
And I and a part of it is having a bunch of money, but I also think a great right. quality is knowing how to surround yourself with the right people. Obviously, yeah, cool. But I think on that same tip of like him taking credit for things he didn't do, I bet I bet some of those kids aren't his. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot of kids. I bet some of those he's just taking credit. Yeah, yeah, he's just some of those are Nick Cannon's kids. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah. What? Well, it, he's uh, with a white woman, and he's white, but one's black. That's, yeah, that's a Nick Cannon kid. Now, there's also a thing called Starling. Do you know what that is? Uh, it's a small bird that uh, usually yeah. you see him at dusk. That's Starling. Starling. Oh, okay. Is it Starlink? Star Link. Yes. Yeah, is it a satellite? I'm assuming some sort of satellite system. Yeah. So satellites, it's a uh, it's satellite internet access. Mm. Uh, and he kind of starts messing around with that. 2015 and May 2019, the first 60 operational satellites were launched, and the total cost of the decade-long project uh, to build and deploy the constellation is estimated uh, to be about 10 billion dollars. And that's that was done by SpaceX uh, during the 2022 Russian invasion of Ukraine. Musk sent Starlink terminals to Ukraine to provide internet access and communications. However, he refused to block Russian state media on Starlink, declaring himself a free speech uh, absolutist. Oh, this is where it starts to kick in, huh? Yep. Yeah. His. I just googled uh, it. He did not. He also did not invent Starlink. He bought another company and renamed it. Yep. It's <laughs> he uh, bought Sur Surrey Satellite Technology, who is already doing satellite internet, and he just bought it and changed the name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know like uh, what what is Amazon own Fitbit I think or something like that or uh, I wouldn't know I'll never own a Fitbit I'll never come close to one I okay I don't want to know I do not want to know how close to death I am you keep that <laughs> fucking voodoo off my wrist this is a not Fitbit I'll tell you that much but <laughs> yeah. essentially like Apple didn't invent Beats by Dre right they just paid him a billion dollars you know but you know what you know whose name is still on Beats by Dre Dre. <laughs> You know, the inventor's name is right there in the yeah. title. Yeah. Beats by Dre. So satellites by Eric. <laughs> yeah. <or> whoever. <laughs> uh, and so he's got, he said he's going to, they're going to keep the satellites up uh, above Ukraine. And I guess it costs SpaceX $80 million. And then uh, also they're going to, they're going to keep them up there over Ukraine for free at a cost of $400 million. That's to SpaceX. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's we'll talk about Tesla. Uh, originally, Tesla Motors incorporated 2003 by Martin Ebert and Mark uh, Tarpening, who financed the company until the Series A round of funding. So this is where Elon comes in, and uh, he gives them six and a half million dollars and becomes majority shareholder. So he's just like, "Hey man, I want this company. Yep. <laughs> Here's the most money." And he joined the board of directors as chairman. And since his initial public offering in 2010, Tesla stock has been significantly uh, risen significantly and became the most valuable car maker in the summer of 2020 and earned uh, uh, the uh, entered the S&P 500 later that year. In October 2021, it reached a market capitalization of one trillion dollars. But that's oh, the sixth company in the U.S. Trillo? to do so. Getting trillo? Trilly. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, again, these are sh short dives on stuff. That's what I had on Tesla. I'm sure there's a lot more in the, you know, how, how there's a model S and a uh, model three and a model X and a model Y. And what's that spell? Sexy. <laughs> is it really, is it, those are all the models? 
Yeah, and then there oh. was it was going to be the Model E, but I think they somebody owned the name Model E, so he made a yeah. Model Three, sexy. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I had never put that together. Yeah. Um, man, that is really amazing considering how ugly most Teslas are. There's some that look sharp, but there are some that just like look like blobs. They look like un unsexy blobs. Yeah, and I don't know which ones those are, but those are not uh, not attractive cars. Now I've I've driven two Teslas, and they're in the uh, west wing of the compound over here. <laughs> but it's like the the newer, the Model Three. It's I think the part of the design was they didn't want any buttons; they wanted all on that screen in the center center console. But I'm I'm like no, but nobody is like I wish this Hyundai had less buttons. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. cares at a certain point. Yeah. It's yeah. it's more energy to like touch the screen and make sure you're touching the part of the screen correctly as opposed yeah. to let's just have the thing on the steering wheel. And it's it's like it's, and then like they've also done away on, I think, the Model S with like a circular steering wheel. It's kind of like a spaceship thing where that's mm-hmm. I don't know if you can Google it and look at it, Matt, but it's like. No, no, like nobody's wondering like, oh, I wish this steering wheel wasn't so round. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, because uh, heaven forbid I have to back up with one hand and do the old spinning the wheel around the yeah. maneuver. Um, I'm, I'm looking at Tesla's steering, steering wheel right now. Oh, yeah, that is weird looking. Doesn't it look stupid? Like there's yeah, there's several of them look stupid. The Model Y looks real weird. I think that's the Model Y. It's called the Yoke. It's yoke. Yoke's yoke style. Yoke, but not woke. We know that uh-huh. he will not allow anything woke in his automobiles, but you can get uh-huh. a yoke in his yeah, that looks dumb. I don't I don't I, I get like I, one I, of the I, questions he, one of the questions is is the new Tesla steering wheel legal? <laughs> it's like good question. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> he he or they literally invented reinvented the wheel. Yeah. and made it yeah. not the a wheel. Yeah, like yeah, you know what the problem with the wheel has always been too round. It's a, some it of the so stuff, round? yeah. Some of the stuff is just like, wh- why would you reinvent the faucet? Yeah, it works. <laughs> you know, um, I will say your thing about the touch screens. I think is also. I think it's very valid because, first of all, I one hundred percent agree. Like the more controls you can have on the steering wheel, like that has been like one of the best advancements mm-hmm. in automobiles in a long time. Right, put more things on your steering wheel that you can control, um, right there. But also like just being able to reach over and feel the knob of your radio volume. You learn, yeah, you, you learn like, you how know to, where it is. You don't, have to, yeah. you don't have to look for it, you know, anything like that. Um, your heat, things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a little too heat. Here's a big, big giant knob. I can do that. When you have to go through a menu screen to do everything, it's dangerous. Like when you're driving, you're mm-hmm. looking for longer to do that. I, I And, you know, like I have a, I don't know, my iPhone's not the newest one. It's a couple of generations old or whatever. But I miss the iPhone that had a button on it. Yeah. Like that had the physical button that you would push to turn on the screen mm-hmm. that you could also just with your thumbprint purchase apps and things like yep. that. Now I got to put in my code every single time or I want to buy an app. Do your face. Yeah, I don't do that. I leave the face thing turned off. Like they got all my stuff. I, my, I send in all my DNA just for that. Yeah. Um, yeah I, well, I, it's not like that so much. It's just like, it's also just one of these things that like I, this is going to seem silly, but I don't want my phone to know how ugly I am. You know, <laughs> mine won't even, even open unless I have a sandwich in my mouth. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> or it's like that kind of stuff where it's like they again, or they took the headphone jack away, and now I just I use wireless headphones anyway. But I'm like, man, why are you redoing shit? Yeah, stop. Well, it, it's it works. Yeah, I mean, I I do understand the idea. Like, if you are uh, at the gym working out, having wireless headphones is it's more comfortable. It's better mm-hmm. than having a cable going to down to your phone or whatever. Um, but it should seems like it should be an option. You can do either or. You yeah. would think. Um, same thing with uh, God, there was something else. Oh, like the fact that everything. This is just turned into old man complaining hour. But the <laughs> fact that like everything has to be on the cloud now. Everything has to be the streaming service. Like mm-hmm. you can't own even when you bought a digital copy of an album on iTunes now. It's not yours. It's yeah. not your. It's like it just just doesn't exist on your phone. Like what? I'm on a flight. I don't want to pay for Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to listen to all the records I bought over the years. Well, I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you got to have, you got to pay for the Wi Fi. Then you can get yeah, it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pay for the thing that I already bought. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't know why we got to keep reinventing things. And, and, uh, Tesla's certainly no, no, uh, no different in that, yeah. that ballpark. Well, good news is you can still get that iPhone with the home button because that's what we got my mom. It's oh, the, nice. I believe Which... the iPhone SE. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, and I was like, Man, the this lady, jitterbug. the iPhone, the jitterbug. jitterbug. It's like she that's what she had before that because she's an old lady. And like it was then I got her the iPhone and I'm like some better. Some ways it's a lot easier than her old phone yeah. just for running faster and smoother. But then it's like I need you to have that home button because when I'm doing tech support on the phone to teach you how to do the phone, I'd be like, hit the button. Don't because if I told you to swipe up. Yeah, it's not gonna work, you know. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, my wife Denise has the one with the button, and mm-hmm. we're just waiting for it to like age out, you know. Yeah, like at a certain point, that's that phone is no longer gonna work, and she's gonna be forced to upgrade. That's the flip Bad phone day. of smartphones. <laughs> yeah, because we all know somebody that still wants the flip phone. I don't want yeah. all that. I want the I want a flip phone. That's all. Yeah, I want. all I want is a razor. I just want a razor. razor. That's all I want. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I didn't look up anything about like this full self-driving, but it's, I, f- I feel like it's sounds like it's not going great from what I've seen yeah. in the news. The self-driving Teslas are not, not there yet. Or there's just videos of like, oh, there's a guy asleep driving a car. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you gotta, you're on the highway. Like, I don't trust me enough, let alone everybody else Oh yeah. to do that kind of stuff. And then like, eventually I think the plan is. To have like no steering wheel at all, yeah. Like, just like so. Again, then there's again like so you you're not counting on any possible failure of the system that we can't revert to manual. Yeah, you know, like um, you know, like I think a, a big commercial airlines, you know, planes and stuff that have like a an autopilot cruise mm-hmm. mode. That's right? what the steering wheel looks by the way, like kind yeah. of like an airplane. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But like they still have the physical yoke and the ability to turn that shit off mm-hmm. in case it stops working correctly. Yeah. And so the idea that there's not even going to give you the option of having a steering wheel in your car in case of emergencies is mm-hmm. the most idiotic thing ever. And it's you know? like I just because it's <clears throat> it's definitely again, it could be Elon. It could be the, the team. But it's like that's like the very like tip top one percent rich people. Let me bring the martini into the back seat and tell the car where to go. 
type thing. Like, yeah, but those people can have a fucking driver. Yeah, <laughs> they have, they, they've got you know, Alfred, the butler. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I live in Bloomington, Indiana, and there's like an ambulance chaser lawyer here named Ken Nunn. Um, oh and, yeah, that that guy's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and you know, he's he's the guy that has all the ads and everything. And like, have you been hurt in an accident? That mm-hmm. kind of dude. Um, and he is notorious for driving his. Um, is it a Bentley? It's either a Bentley or Rolls Royce or something like that. It might be a Rolls Royce around town. In the mm-hmm. summertime, he'll drive his Rolls Royce around town to top down. But my thing is, like, if you have to drive your own Rolls Royce, you're not doing a Rolls Royce correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, unless it was your childhood dream was to be a chauffeur. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, it's this is not a Porsche, dude. It's not like a sports car. You're, like, this is kind of seems sad. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Look at this. Like, even the guy is so successful to have a Bentley. We're all like, why is he driving that Bentley? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that's a, yeah. a butler car, you know? Yeah. Um I don't remember what else I was going to say. Either either way, it's though they want to do a with a way with the steering wheel and have the full self driving, but the, again, so I like to drive. I like the activity of driving a car. So it's like Yeah, me too. You're yeah. just like that's not a car for drivers because you're literally not driving if the plan is to get rid of all that shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I genuinely enjoy driving as well. And I mean, don't get me wrong, like the idea of like being able to sleep on a long trip is like it is nice, but I mean that's what a train ticket is for or a bus ticket or it's for yeah, or, or planes or anywhere or planes, but or the highway. having having another friend <laughs> that can drive, yeah, while you, yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree. It just seems like a disaster waiting to happen, for sure. Uh, he has something called Solar City and Tesla Energy. His cousins make this company called Solar City. Tesla buys it for like two billion dollars. Blah blah blah. That's <laughs> yeah. This is this. I said we're <laughs> we're cutting some stuff, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Neuralink. Do you know anything about Neuralink? Well, I do because you made me watch a video I, to get yeah, ready. Yeah, for the this. video. Yeah. I'd heard about this, but yeah, I did not know as much as after I watched the video that you sent me. He made a it was an investment of $100 million. Neuralink aims to integrate human brain with uh, artificial intelligence by creating devices that are embedded in the brain to facilitate facilitate merging with machines uh, in hopes to uh, fix stuff like Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, and uh, spinal cord injuries. This is all great and good. Uh, and then there are other people that are, are calling uh, – bullshit other neurologists you know people that say this is uh highly uh, speculative and a uh, neuroscience theater type stuff where it's mm-hmm. like we could do this and we could do that and that i mean all this is great if you can make up uh you know somebody walk or whatever yeah. but the video i sent you matt uh is of a monkey playing pong with its brain yeah yeah the video so- game pong yeah you know yeah, uh, and so the, the, in, the, in the context of the video, they they walk you through where they're tracking his. They have all the they have the neural links in his brain, mm-hmm. and they're tracking his what his brain is doing as he's moving the joystick. First, he's playing mm-hmm. with the joystick, and yeah. then they unplug the joystick, and so he thinks he's still moving it around, but it's not actually going to anything. And so then his mind is just making the pong his his side of the pong yeah. uh, game go, and then they just do away with the joystick altogether so there's like a sort of scientific process of like this is how we capture the data what mm-hmm. his brain's doing now we're going to tell the computer the game to only react to the brain waves not to this joystick and now we're training the the, the monkey to just do it this brain without moving his hand around because even after yeah. they take away the joystick he's not 
he's not trying to move his hand where joystick used to be. He's just sitting yeah. there making it happen. Um, and they said that, you know, the practical usage of this is uh, in the case of people that are paralyzed, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's the idea is that one day people who are paralyzed can, can finally play Pong. <laughs> you know, it know, seems like a lot of money accident, for that to happen. I, but yeah. I, you know, I'm sure Stephen Hawking, his he was he'd love nothing more than to play Pong. His one big wish, his big regret in life. And again, that that's that the you know, a small example of what this could be. And and I like then I'm like, how do I know that somebody doesn't have a wireless controller behind this monkey? Yeah, uh, exactly. Ma yeah. Macaque, by the way. Yeah. Macaque. Uh, -huh. uh is that what you call your controller? Yes. <laughs> your macaque. Um, I, uh, macaque, uh, monkeys, but, uh, yeah, to, to play pong. And if, if that's, if, if all this is like legit where the, the monkeys playing the game with its brain, I, I don't know what you say, but I say, wow, like, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think that, you know, there is evidence that this could possibly work and i'm sure there's like we could do some research and feel like there's other robotics things where they're doing like limb replacement for people and like how they mm -hmm. are trying to train their hands on how to like you think about moving your hand and it moves yeah. the robot hand or whatever like that um but i think that also just real quick like macaque is how you say macaque in boston in case you're macaque. <laughs> Ma macaques in the yard <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm glad that we've both gotten to the punch drunk portion of this yeah, episode. Yeah. 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 Um, um yeah. I mean, Neuralink, I mean, it'd be cool, but I think also it's one of these things where like, do you think that other neurologists and people are saying this is bullshit is because Elon is the one who's pushing it? You think if it came out of like Boston Scientific or someplace like that that's making these like crazy AI robots and things like that, and they're mm -hmm. like, Oh shit, Boston Scientific did another thing. Like they're cool. Because I know also like there's been when the Neuralink stuff started posting, there were people posting about, you know, like all the animals that they've like tortured yeah, and killed will. because like this one monkey is the one that it actually works on. Apparently everything else is like, Oh, we had to destroy all these monkeys. Yeah. That you was know, the, the thing I was going to mention is like, how many monkeys did you have to go through to, to get, to figure this out? That's the thing is the moral thing of, well, maybe if I can make my friend who can't walk, walk or be able to use a computer, what's the price you got to pay mm -hmm. for the monkey, you know, the monkeys. And then it, so that's where you're like, are they like whatever, however it takes, whatever it takes to get whatever the monkeys. So that's yeah. like a could lot of this just, stuff is, you, you could just get cost? a cost. You could just get a couple of monkeys to carry your friend who can't walk. Probably <laughs> So, I, so, so much fewer monkeys. You just train a few monkeys to carry them around. Problem solved. Way they're happy. Monkey deaths. The they're brains happy. are intact. Like yeah, their brains are not jacked into wires and like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there is that old saying, though, that if you put 100 monkeys in the room with 100 <laughs> typewriters yeah. and 100 Neuralinks, uh, <laughs> 99 of them will die. So that yeah. Is, yeah. But yeah. then one will be on uh, on uh, YouTube that you can watch right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's the thing of at what cost did this stuff come? And then Man, we can't even get like people to take a vaccine <laughs> yeah. where you could see the science. I don't understand the science, but I, that's why I'm listening to the scientists, you know. Yeah. Where it's so it's like if we can't even get somebody to just take the juice in the arm, 
let yeah. alone let's put it in the brain and then be like, well, you know, they'll just shut you down. If, yeah. you, if you or like you behind on your light bill, they're going to shut you down. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just gonna, it's going to be like, have you ever seen uh, the Manchurian candidate? It's going to be <laughs> yeah. just like that. Um, yeah. I, Somebody I says can... pop tart. Now you're doing karate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. Yeah. We not only can we not get most of this country to take the juice in your arm. There's a big part of this country. We can't even get to take juice in general. <laughs> yeah. Like. Just like basic healthy vitamin water. They're like, nope, I'll drink no, actual vitamin you. water that's full of sugar and has been sold to me by 50 Cent. But I'm not yeah. drinking nature's vitamin water. Uh-uh. No, thank you. 50 Cent's never led me astray. I know. Uh, there's also something called the Boring Company. It's uh, tunnels and transportation. Okay. That's a, the quick one. Yeah, that one makes sense. Uh, now, what? Uh, this is kind of more about Elon in general, the, the okay. guy. This, uh, his management style, he's been described as a micromanager. He calls himself a nano manager. Uh, he, he's a handling, neuromanager. No, <laughs> uh, he handle handling employees whom he uh, communicates with directly via mass emails. And we've seen some of those uh, out on Twitter and stuff like that. He's been characterized as a carrot and a stick type person. Mm. Uh, those uh, who offer constructive criticism while also being known to uh, he he's rewards people also constructive criticism, but also uh, impulsive, impulsively threatened, swear at, fire the employees. He said he expects his employees to work for long hours, sometimes for eighty hours a week. And I don't I don't know much about Steve Jobs, but I kind of heard that. Did you you kind of heard this similar thing of like Steve Jobs wasn't wasn't the nicest guy to work yeah. for or with? Yeah, and I will say that. Uh, Unfortunately, in the tech world, like an 80 hour uh, work week is not that unusual, unfortunately, Um, like for developers particular and like the people that are doing the actual coding and stuff. It's like it's a pretty brutal field. Um, Not that every company does that, but it's not that's not that outside of the norm. It's still not great. Yeah. No, just to. Yeah. Well, then there were, you know, rumors of people were sleeping at Twitter. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes you think of like all those Chinese like tech companies that we hear about where they just live at the factory. There's like dormitories and then there's like the nets outside the windows to catch them if they try to jump to their desk. So they can't like, all that commit kind of stuff. suicide. Like, yeah. I was yeah. just thinking about this. If like someone is both the carrot and the stick, why not just like, you know, get like a really old carrot? I guess carrots get rubbery when they I was going to say you just need to combine this. So he's an inventor. Just get a carrot Make stick. The, the stick out of the carrot. Yeah. Or- that why don't, why don't they make the whole stick out of the carrot? <laughs> what about wheels on a suitcase? Yeah. Uh, uh, Who are is, these people? This, this is from a, a website called carscoops.com, and it's in reference to a book called uh, Power Play, Tesla, Elon Musk, and the Bet of the Century. Uh, the executive had a habit of going off on employees ranging from hourly workers to top executives. As Tesla struggled to get the Model 3 into production, Musk outburst reportedly came, quote, increasingly uh, unpredictable, uh, indiscriminate, and public. Mm-hmm. During one of the incidents, he reportedly told engineers their work was, quote, complete shit. Mm-hmm. And then he had each person on the call uh, tell him who the fuck you are and what the fuck you're doing to fix my goddamn assembly line, <laughs> uh, end quote. That meltdown okay. reportedly caused someone to quit on the spot. I'm, I'm, I, I hate to say this kind of makes me like him a little bit more. <laughs> Get what are you doing? 
to fix my goddamn assembly line. You're all fired. I'm going to bring in my long lost brother, Homer, and he's going to design a car. that's going to beat the Japanese, a real car for real Americans. The average American. Yeah. Uh, The Daily Mail also noted other episodes uh, mentioned in the book, including uh, Musk allegedly told employees they didn't have any right to complain because, quote, I can be on my own private island with naked supermodels drinking Mai Tais, but I'm not. Mm hmm. End quote. Yeah, that's that, a way to make your your employees respect you and, and relate to you. You know. Yeah, and also, well, I'm just glad it was a billionaire on a private island, and that's what he was doing. Woo! Yeah, not nothing has ever gone wrong with that in history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I also became enraged by senior sales manager who uh, presumably gave Tesla his two weeks notice. Must reportedly found him and started screaming obscenities before telling him to leave. The crazy behavior didn't stop there. Musk reportedly followed the man to the parking lot, and the incident was, quote, ugly and public enough that Tesla's board felt the need to investigate. Can you imagine uh, what may have been the richest man in the world following you out to the parking lot and just being an asshole to you? Yeah, I mean, like there—that's like the definition of living rent-free. <laughs> Someone said, "Like I was like, oh, I got the richest man in the world, like obsessed." Do you, um, have you watched um Ted Lasso? No, I haven't. Heard great things. It's great, but there's a thing where somebody, this the super wealthy guy, wants to buy one of their players off of the team, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a similar reaction, <laughs> like, okay. and it's a very funny scene of like this billionaire dude like losing his shit. It's great. Yeah. yeah well, it's, uh, you know, in that case, it's like a guy who has everything he ever wanted and he's he gets been told, told no. no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which I doubt happens to Elon Musk or any, you know, you got yeah. enough money. Nobody tells you no. I mean, unless you go on stage with Dave Chappelle and then a lot of people in the audience are telling you no. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't on the notes either, but it's like he's posting memes on Twitter and going on stage with Dave Chappelle and it's just like, well, I'm hosting Saturday Night Live. I mean, SNL, like, like when he was on SNL, uh, Billy Wayne Davis was at the comedy edit that weekend. Comedian yeah. Billy Wayne Davis, very funny guy. And I was in the green room with Billy, just hanging out. And Elon's SNL is on, you know, on the TV. Mm-hmm. And Billy just said it perfectly. He's like, I can't imagine being the richest man in the world and still thinking, God, I hope people think I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, and as, as Billy said, and I, I, echo the sentiment he's like you'll know when i've made 10 million dollars because you'll never see me again dude that's i was about to like for let alone 44 billion dollars or uh 300 billion dollars like dude yeah I, we're friends so you'll hear from me but it, i'm not like trying to yeah. win i i barely am trying to win a stranger's approval <laughs> I, I wish you would like me i'd hope you would but if you didn't it's not gonna break my heart yeah exactly yeah like this, you're 50. You're not you, but you, yeah. like Elon Musk, you're you're 50 and a billionaire. It like, has to when come is back enough to like, enough? It has to come back to his relationship with his father. So we've already established that he and his dad don't get along. So this all has to be, if I can be like armchair psychologist for a second, this mm-hmm. has to be all an attempt to like fill that void of not having his father's approval, right? Yeah. And the father's love is like, well, then all these idiots on Twitter will love me, you know, yeah. like, and, and like, you know, oh, if I go out with like the biggest comedian and this arena show in my hometown of, you know, or was he in San Francisco? I think at the time. So he wasn't in Austin. Yeah. So he's in San Francisco. It's like, you know, they'll love me. It's constantly this thing of like, why don't you love me? 
Mm -hmm. And it's just like, why do you need that, dude? You know, every time I met people like that in my head, I'm like, if you just told whoever to fuck off, they'd probably respect you more than you being like, oh, oh, please love me. Like, yeah, but that's easier said than done. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like it's hard. Not all of us understand like the wiring in our brains, you know, to that extent. It just sounds like you need a Neuralink. I exactly. <laughs> I you know, it's just it's just a shame that he can't afford therapy. You know, that's really that's what it gets down to. He his his therapist's office is just Elon's private jet. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the many. Uh well t- let's talk about Twitter. He uh he expressed buying Twitter as early as twenty seventeen uh and had previously questioned the platform's commitment to freedom of speech. Mm. Uh t- so fast forward twenty twenty two. He uh he buys Twitter for forty four billion dollars. This includes uh uh about twelve and a half billion in loans against his Tesla stock and twenty one billion in equity financing. Uh, Tesla stock market value sank uh, by over one hundred billion dollars the next day, in reaction to the deal, causing Musk to lose thirty billion dollars of his net worth. Uh, he lessened content moderation, and in December, must release uh, internal documents relating to Twitter's moderation of, wouldn't you guess it, Hunter Biden's laptop and the 2020 <laughs> election. Yeah. The Southern Poverty Law Center noted that Twitter has verified numerous uh, ex- extremists. A study of millions of tweets following the acquisition and indicated that hate speech on the platform has become, quote, more visible uh, end quote under uh, Musk's leadership. So, I I didn't jump too hard into that because that's what's currently happening. But it's like there's something happening like almost daily. Yeah, but it's it's one of those where it's like he'll and uh, he champions freedom of speech. But then how far is that gonna go? Because once he bought it, we had all these accounts buying the verified Twitter thing. And now you've got eight Elon Musk's on his own platform. And he's like, well, no, not like that. Not that kind of freedom, you know, well, not even that, like, which was so great to see him just like, you know, (laughs) we'll bring it back to Batman. Mm -hmm. There's the speech uh, that Alfred gives him in, uh, in the second one where he's like, um, they've, they've entered into an agreement with a man. They don't fully understand when they talk about why is the mob, why are all mm-hmm. the mob groups working with the Joker? Yeah. Like he bought a pr- platform he did not understand. Yeah. Like not realizing that it's, <laughs> it's Twitter is full of trolls and full of people that are not on anyone's side. That, well, that, just the internet clown. in general, they're, but yeah. 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 yeah they're just going to clown on whatever. And so to see him immediately get just shit on like ridiculously with all of that, of people making fake accounts and like yeah. fake posts and things like that that all seemed verified because you could buy it now was so great. <laughs> Such an amazing thing. But on a more serious tip, he's like, oh, I'm this free speech warrior. But then he started um, basically deleting accounts of uh, any reporter. And like, these are legitimate reporters for big mm-hmm. outlets, like who were doing stories on Elon and on Twitter. He just started basically banning and like erasing their, their Twitter accounts. Yeah. And then a bunch of them started jumping over to like Mastodon and these other sort of like Twitter alternatives. Yeah. And then if you tried to post a link to Mastodon, it would show up as a hazardous link or something like it wouldn't let you post a link because it was a security yeah. risk. And I mean, well, it's just like clearly he's full of shit with this anti-free speech. He's like most free speech warriors 
free speech for him, but nobody else. Yeah. And it, it, at at what point is free speech harmful speech? And that's, you know, that's the debate of, you know, oh, you could yell fire in a crowded theater, but should you? That's that's a, a different conversation. I'm not trying to get into all that because yeah. yeah. nobody's going to win. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's also like at, at what point is like the are your free speech championing, but then also you're just attracting shitty people <laughs> to your platform. It's It's like. Is it a thing of, do you think, Matt, of like, oh, man, I got to make all this money back. But then we showed even like he went from whatever billion to double of that, whatever, in a year. So there's money to be made. But it's also when you said he like signed on Twitter and then the trolls. But then it's rare that you get a commentary of that in writing yeah, from yeah. somebody who just keeps saying things. Yeah. And you yeah. can screenshot. There's like, he said this and then this, and it's like, a, it's, it's just very bizarre. And then like Tesla stock has not done well. Um, just all his, all his net worth. And then he's just saying shittier and shittier things. And then the thing with the, the, you can make a verified account. And it was like Eli Lilly. And then they said insulin's yeah. free. Yeah. And then, but they're like, that's not really the real Eli, Eli Lilly, yeah. but then they lost lit a bunch of money. And then that's yeah. not how you keep advertisers is having them lose a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was a disaster and he just seems to be making it worse. Yeah. Um. You know, and like the same thing of like firing all a bunch of Twitter employees mm-hmm. to the point that like, it's not going to work anymore. Like, you know, you're also crippling the very thing itself because there's not enough hands on deck to run it, you know, yeah. to do server stuff and things like that. Yeah. It's just, it's a very fascinating thing of like the unraveling of um, a billionaire and mm-hmm. his ego, essentially. Um, it's pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. You know, uh, we got a couple more and then I know you got to, you got okay. other things. Uh, he said a bunch of dumb shit about COVID-19. Can you believe that? What? Uh, he even tweeted uh, the coronavirus panic. A coronavirus panic is dumb. <laughs> that was the, the tweet. Yeah. Uh, and then he also said uh, less than 0.1% of the population. Uh, well, there will be less than 0.1% of the population will have confirmed COVID-19 cases. Then I looked it up. There were 100 million confirmed cases, <laughs> population 332 million, 30 percent, 30 percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he also said uh, kids can't get covid. He also said that he would not get the covid-19 vaccine because he and his children were not uh, uh, risk for covid. And then two months later, got covid. Uh, <laughs> and then apparently his kids have gotten uh, the vaccine. He also said we should prosecute uh, Anthony Fauci. The, but oh, I don't yeah. I don't know for what, you know, but it's like, yeah. So that oh, for likes, for, you should yeah. you should prosecute Anthony Fauci for the likes it's for you like, say that kind of statement just to rally your base of like yeah. idiot right wing mouth breathers. Yeah, it's it's like it is crazy that he has that stance. But then also a couple of years from now, I'm going to want to put some chips in your fucking head <laughs> called Neuralink. It's like, yeah, it's like it's like it seems like you'd be very pro sciencey just to lead up to that you know like hey guys the virus is totally safe it's really good everything the science tells you to do is great mm-hmm. i'm not saying this for any particular reason here's a link to neuraly <laughs> yeah it's uh he's pro science and unless it has to shut down his tesla factory <laughs> yeah yeah uh then there's the uh i don't know how to say it, the thom or tame uh luang cave rescue uh mm-hmm. these kids are stuck in a cave he sent a submarine 
Then another guy was like, that submarine wasn't even going to do shit to get the kids out. Uh, he can, the guy said he can stick the submarine where it hurts. And mm-hmm. then Elon just started tweeting that this guy uh, was a pedo guy, quote, pedo guy. And then mm-hmm. the guy sued him and Elon uh, said, uh, you know, that was just something we said back in South Africa. We called called people pedo guys. <laughs> uh-huh. And Elon won the court case, but it's like that that's the new like if you don't like somebody that the go to's you're a pedophile. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. It's just been a meme. Uh, and then uh, he also challenged uh, Vladimir Putin to single combat. So, and quote, now single I like combat. I, and man, I, I, I would watch that shit. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would love, I would, I would, I would get the pay-per-view for that. And no matter who loses, we win. We win. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) To flip the alien versus predator tagline around. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got 10 kids and he, uh, he named a couple of them, uh, weirdly, Mm -hmm. including, uh, one is I tried to find the name and now it's lost. And, uh, X Ash a 12 is how you say one of them. Cause it's mm-hmm. got the A, but with the E on the mm-hmm. thing, and I I don't know how to say that. And I could have looked it up, but uh, um, uh, the uh, X is the unknown variable, uh, and then this is from Grimes, one of his uh, lady friends. Uh, A E is my uh, Elvin spelling of A I. Mm-hmm. I guess that's Elvin. I guess, and then A twelve is a precursor to the uh, SR-71, our favorite aircraft. Oh. You have a favorite aircraft, Matt? <laughs> yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and do. And then the, the other one is X-Dark uh, Sidriel uh, Musk, or they call the kid Y for short. Oh, so you got X and Y. <laughs> X Just and stop y. being weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Man, that, that's it. I know I kept you too long, so thanks. No, for... it's okay. There's a lot to unpack with this asshole, and that's yeah. Uh, and not, I, not... I, I didn't even focus a bunch on the real asshole shit. I was more so yeah. Yeah. here's what he's done and how he got here and yeah, all that. Yeah, you know, and he's got such a delicate ego. There is a good chance he will listen to this podcast and sue us both. There is, there is a chance that will happen. Uh, I will go back and put the word allegedly at the beginning and yeah. I will end it with allegedly. Allegedly, yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm also going to say allegedly for you to put into the beginning mm-hmm. and then allegedly now at the yeah. end. Um, yeah, you're, again, your special is called Tango and Philly. It's available right now on YouTube for free. Just search Madelano Martin or Tango and Philly. It's 100% free. Go watch. Um, anything else you want to plug, Matt? Yeah, Dwight Simmons and I just started a new podcast a couple of weeks ago called Matt and Dwight Just Might, and it's mm-hmm. uh, just a weekly conversation between the two of us about our wins and losses in comedy, what mm-hmm. it's like to be a small time, full, small time but full time working comedians from the Midwest, uh, headlining small rooms, featuring in bigger rooms, and uh, and just talking about that kind of stuff, and then also uh, comedy drama. We are not afraid to take on whatever the latest comedy drama is. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's very fun. It's on all the places you get podcasts. It's called Matt and Dwight Just Might. And uh, for for you, the listener, the reference Matt, where uh, Dwight was just on the episode, take this job and shove it. He's we also he was on uh, Endgame, uh, in Infinity War episodes and extravagant celebrity purchases. So if you liked him on those, you're gonna like him uh, on uh, you and Matt's uh, on you and Dwight's podcast. So yeah, he's great. Uh, and you got a couple albums on uh, uh, iTunes or. 
whatever yeah, platform all the, still. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm back on all of them. Thank Okay, goodness. good, good. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. Just my name, Madalano Martin. Check it out. And I, I don't think all three of the records are on all of the platforms, but all of the platforms have at least a couple of the records. The, the yeah. whole weird thing that happened with that when everybody's comedy records got pulled and then got put mm-hmm. back, it's been kind of a mess. But I do know I do have some representation on all the streaming services. Well, Matt, thanks for being on the field trip. Now let's go ahead and uh, get you fitted for a uh, Neuralink. Okay, sounds good. It's the field trip podcast with Brent Take a load off and listen soon. We're gonna have a real good time for you. The field trip podcast.